Moncrief on News Talk. In case you'd forgotten, the biggest Irish TV event of the year is on tonight. Uh, Patrick Keelty's first outing features writer for the uh, Independent, Kirsty Blake Knox, as an unofficial PhD in the subject. Kirsty, good afternoon. Hi, how's it going? How no, are you? So, g- give us the uh, um, give us the background, the history to it, because right at the start, uh, Gabo wasn't that keen. No, he wasn't. So the idea of the Toy Show was thought up by uh, Pan Collins. She was kind of a very famous researcher on the on the late late, and she walked past Nimble Fingers, which is a well known toy shop in uh, Stalorgan Village, and kind of came up with this idea for a toy segment. And she went in and she pitched it to Gay, and he said, "Absolutely not. We're not doing a toy slot on the on the late late show." But she kind of knew it was a good idea. So she, she went to Gay's uh, right-hand woman, this lady called Maura Connolly, who was kind of a late, late show troubleshooter and, and Gay's assistant. And uh, she used to have the egg and chips with Gay in the in the RT canteen <laughs> before the late, late every Friday night. And Pan kind of knew if she got more on side that Gay would be willing to do it. So so she talked to Maura and Maura said, look, I'll, I'll have a word with them. And he kind of agreed to it. And it went out as a, as initially just a segment on The Late Late, uh, but it was extremely popular. And Gay was very good at listening to his team and listening to the audience. So he kind of recognised it was popular and it, then it became a show within itself. And it's kind of run every year. There was one year in 1976 where it didn't run because they were doing a special for uh, Maureen Potter. But apart from that, it's uh, it's been on every year and it's grown um, a huge amount from what initially it started out as, which was just a small segment on the the Late Late Show, um, and they've kind of added every year. Like initially, it was just the researchers showing how the toys work, and then they kind of started inviting kids on. And then in the 1980s, uh, the Billy Barrys arrived on st- stage right type of thing. So it really has kind of evolved over the years and become like a- event television um, uh, that, that that we know today. Yeah, uh, and the, it, it is interesting how it's uh, how it's changed over the years under the uh, the tutelage, if you like, of of, of the different presenters. Because yeah. I suppose game was maybe yeah. a bit what's going on here about the whole thing, uh, um, uh, and and was maybe yeah. a little removed from it. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I think part of the what was I kind of think is what was funny about Gay is there was a reticence there. Like he used to say when he was doing his radio show, um, you know, the, and the toy show is this Friday. God help us. Like mm. and he when people tuned in, he would say, make sure you have a strong drink. Like he definitely approached it with a bit of a, a raised eyebrow. And uh, and that was kind of added, I think, some humor to it and uh, kind of kind of off kind of offset any kind of you know, seasonal sentimentality because he was kind of took that approach. And it also made it very enjoyable then when he did kind of get caught up in the, like almost despite himself, get caught up in kind of the moments. Like there was a a famous bit where he uh, was doused in water by Zig and Zag and and he then turned and he fired a super soaker all over the audience (laughs) and stuff like that. Uh, We do have a clip of that, actually. So this is Gabo going mad with a super soaker. Yes, it was terribly funny, wasn't it? It's terribly funny to see Gay being caught like that and drenched from head to toe with water and so on. And they were using they were using things called the um, they're called the Super Soaker 50, and they worked by air pressure. And you remember the old-fashioned water pistols that were around everywhere, and you went squelch squelch, and a little drop of water came out. 
Not with this. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is the Super Soaker 50, the brand new from America, they're just in. And there would be great demand for them, I can assure you. And I'm glad you got a laugh out of seeing Gay. I mean, I'm here to amuse you, as you know, and I don't care what I have to do to get a laugh, but uh, it's wonderful to see that you got such enjoyment out of seeing Gay soaked all left, right, and center. Okay! 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 Okay, can't help but suspect there might have been a wee bit of malice uh, in that. <laughs> yeah, so um, so I kind of think that was kind of like it added to to the enjoy, and you kind of saw him act a bit out of character, and kind of and that kind of was uh, was enjoyable, I think, when you were watching at home, and um, and then when. Pat came along, they started uh, to kind of introduce um, kind of like mother. There have been celebrities on, on occasion on the toy show and Gay did it, but there was kind of su- surprise celebrities kind of showing mm, up and yeah. uh, and surprising children. And that beca- kind of became um, uh, uh, a kind of uh, like defining kind of feature um, of it as well. Um, and he, I, I like Pat again, you know. He- and she's gone. There you go. Now we're back and we have Kirsty back on the line. Are you there, Kirsty? I am. <laughs> yeah, okay. Phew. Thank God for that. Uh, now, yeah, yeah the th- now, as you said, like Pat, it was more of a uh, many celebrities introduced to it. Uh, you often surprise guests and kids, yeah, were, kids yeah. were speechless. But the, the, yeah. uh, the, his, uh, his real moment actually wasn't on during the toy show. It was when somebody won tickets for the toy show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. This was like a really kind of uh, like it was a really memorable moment where she ran, so they rang up and were giving tickets away to the toy show. And like you'll hear everyone say these tickets are like gold dust. It's like, you know, all Ireland final tickets are the hardest things to come by. And someone won. And um, and when Pat rang them to tell them the news, they were completely indifferent. And he just kind of thought, well, you know, feck them and just tore up the tickets live on air. And it has become kind of one of these really memorable moments because it was so unexpected, you know, because like people kind of thought, oh, you know, he's like very kind of cool head and everything like this. And then just watching him rip up these tickets was really, it was really funny. Yeah, no, so because uh, I suppose it was, because those tickets were so hard to get, as you say, that it was kind of an insult yeah. to everybody else who wanted tickets to it. This oh, is, yeah. yeah, and the person was so rude, you know, yeah. when, when, when he was offering them. Yeah, and so this is uh, yeah. this is a clip of that. Oh, Dallas, correct. You know what this means? Oh uh, yes. You'll be picked up. In right. co- it's a Cork number. Yes. A Cork city. Yes. All right. If they tortured her, I, they couldn't get anything out of this woman. There's no question about it. Barbara, who are you going to bring to the toy show next week? Oh, I, I'm not particularly interested. <laughs> hang, hang on a second, Barbara. Wait a second. Hang on. Just a sec now. There's the tickets to the toy show, right? You can yeah. <laughs> okay, so they're gone. Um, so you don't want to come to the toy show? No, thank you. All right, so you want the 10 grand? There you are. I think I'll give up this job. Anyway, you won fair and square. You were picked out. Thank but you, uh, there's the toy show tickets. Anyway, sure, I'll give them to someone who'd appreciate it. Thank Barbara, you. congratulations on the 10 grand. Enjoy it. Thank and you. Um, we'll pick you up. We'll bring you up. But we won't bring you to the toy show. <laughs> That's extraordinary, really. Now, as he, as he mentioned, somebody else did get those tickets. But yeah. uh, it, yeah. it was an astonishing moment. Now, at this, yeah. like, now, Pat, you know, did wear the jumpers and do all and had the, you know, introduced the celebrity bit. But I suppose, yeah, yeah. would it be unfair to say that Tuberty 
it now was the most enthusiastic uh, um, uh, host of the of the of the toy show, but to a degree made it about Tuberty. Well, yeah, I mean, like it entered a whole different era when kind of Ryan took over. It became like. You know, like he started doing these opening numbers and there was like very definitive themes each year. Like, you know, he would come on dressed as like Olaf or like the greatest showman and do a bit like it's really inconceivable to think of Pat Kenny or Gayburn dressing up as the rag doll from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and doing a dance routine on the Late Late Show. Like I just can't imagine them doing that. <laughs> they have dignity, know. Kirsty. that's why. <laughs> but, uh, but it became a lot, a lot bigger. It was all, it like grew into and like you know there was all this secrecy around what the theme was going to be and and he would be talking about weeks about the rehearsals that he was doing for it so it kind of like grew and grew um, and there was also a shift in that around this time there was a lot of foregrounding of like children's stories so they, they created a lot of moments where sort of a child would come mm. on and tell a story that was very emotive and then that would subsequently kind of go viral and everything like that and it just the scale of it really kind of became huge and as you said Ryan was so enthusiastic. Like at times he sounded more excited than any, than all the children combined who were going to be on the toy show. Like he really Mm. kind of jumped into it um, and had multiple costume changes during, like, you know, like more than Madonna or Cher during the course of the show. It was a a very, like he kind of really went, uh, went for it. um, And, and, uh, and it became, like I said, a kind of almost, in, in a way, the toy show during that stage started to almost eclipse the Late Late Show in terms yeah. of the defining element of it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, was that a, was that a good thing? I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. No, but so, even, yeah. even like, I suppose, when, after he'd gone, after he'd left, and there was lots yeah. of speculation about who's going to take over, the, the, the first question, or one of the first questions was always, could you see so-and-so do the toy show? That seemed to be a, a central qualification. Uh, uh, yeah, for presenting yeah. the Late Late Show uh, in general. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. Now, as you said there, Kirsty, uh, they, they, in the Tuberty era, in fairness, there was many moments they produced, many kind of tear-jerking moments. Uh, yeah. And this is one of them. This is when the, uh, this is one of those surprises where uh, mm-hmm. uh, the kids aren't expecting it. Dad walks through. He's been serving with the Defence Forces in Mali. This is my favourite surprise. Why? Because it's like an LOL surprise, but for people who, if you stand over there, who wants more surprises than anyone else in the world. Like your dad! Can't take this. Let's just go home, lads, a sec. I can't take this. Hello. Merry Christmas. Are you surprised? Oh God! Yeah, yeah. So, oh, there were God. a lot of those emotive, emotive moments, and I think people used to kind of. It was almost like you'd go through these um, kind of like uh, people get like bingo kind of cards of things that were inevitably going to happen because yeah. there was like, and there were so many of those kind of uh, emotional kind of, like you said, tearjerker moments where someone, there was a big reveal or a big surprise like that and it became a really defining element in in recent years of, of the toy show. Yeah. How do you think, you know? uh, how do you think Heald is going to do, Kirsty? And, and do you think he's going to change it at all? 
Um, well, I'm. I think that it's a good theme he's doing. Elf, and it's like a comedy film, and I think that's that's kind of a. It's and it's one of his favorite films, so I think it's a good theme. He's a really, really like extremely talented broadcaster, and he's also good at responding to things going wrong on air. I guess from his stand-up background and everything like that. So I think he's going to do really well, and he is. He's like a really funny guy, so I'm. He'll bring some of that to it as well. Um, he wouldn't when we went to the preview yesterday. He wouldn't tell us if he was doing as much singing and dancing as Ryan had done so it kind of remains to be seen what he's going to be what way it's going to go in, in, in that capacity but I think he'll do a great job and uh, and I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to see um, what kind of direction he takes it in Yeah, as do we all Kirsty, thanks a million uh, for talking with us today that was uh, Kirsty Blake Knox there uh, One Texas says My children have sent their Christmas list to Santa already and I know that they will change their mind when they see the toys on, on show tonight, but there is no way that their list can be changed at this point. So uh, they will not get everything they want in Christmas morning, but that is the greatest gift you can give to a child, the gift of disappointment. <laughs> then again, it's, it is wise to kind of maybe sit down and get them to do the list uh, uh, before they uh, watch it tonight, or indeed if they watch it back in the player tomorrow. Uh, sitting in to watch the toy show tonight for the first time in years... Hoping will be about the kids and not about the host. It had become me, me, me. To, oh, don't be mean about poor old tubs. Uh, the amount of free one for everyone in the audience stuff uh, she would have missed out on. Apparently, uh, this is the woman who obviously didn't want to go. Uh, she would have missed out on. Apparently, audience members would get all the gifts as they were leaving the studio on the night. Don't know how they made it home. Yeah, and the, the, there would have been a considerable... I don't know what the deal is now, but certainly in, in the Gabo era, the deal would have been that... You could get your 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 toy featured on, and and many of them had to pay for that. But also part of the deal was you can get your toy featured, but you also have to contribute X amount uh, to the audience. So the audience would go home with hundreds of uh, euro worth of stuff. And I do remember, I think it was during the Pat era, uh, I researched and they like brought me in to show me the room where all the all the stuff was, and uh, it was extraordinary. It really was. It was it was like the biggest toy shop. Uh, you ever saw in your life. Anyway, we, we do have one more clip because I, I, I think that I suppose it's worth pointing out is that uh, the, the, the toy show kind of created its own mini stars and uh, most people remember this. This is John Joe, John Joe, the horologist. Can somebody just la- sprinkle some laughter dust in here. What do you want to be when you grow up? A horologist. An horologist. A horologist. A horologist. Yes. Which is to do with the time, is it? To fix clocks, yes. You want to fix clocks? Yes. Will you look at my watch and tell me? Is that a good watch or a bad watch? Or you see, you can see what's happening behind it. You see? How would you analyse that watch, John John? It's a very good mark, I suppose. Next to Rolex. <laughs> well, it's not a Rolex, and but is it, is it, is it, is it going to last me? Do you think? Well, yes. <laughs> Well, if you keep it clean, as I said the last time. <laughs> yes. Uh, John Joe there uh, with Ryan Tuberty. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.